More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, shaken and stirred. Anxiety making you feel shaken? Stress stirring you up? We're going to help you find peace and reclaim your confidence. 877-573-7825. says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, Shaken and Stirred. Mm-mm-mm. Is anxiety making you feel shaken? Is stress stirring you up? Well, we're going to help you find peace and reclaim your confidence as we start this week. Give us a call at 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. Again, that's eight seven seven five seven three seventy eight twenty five. Well, first of all, the early days of a week cause a lot of us to feel a sense of anxiety, dread, a little bit of fear, stressed out because there's so much on our plate. Given the time of year it is right now, a lot of us are seeing a shift in our schedules. The kids are heading into school. And that adds a lot onto our plate as well. Perhaps we're becoming caregivers of our grandchildren as they have to do all the afternoon things after school and the parents can't be there because of working. There's so much. That's just for the season. Then there's all the day-to-day stuff that we have to deal with. And certainly our world today causes us enough concern it's it can be debilitating just you know looking at your phone and hearing the news in the morning but there are ways to deal with the challenges that life brings to us whether it's just the internal fears and concerns that we have as we look at the world around us and what's happening or those relationships or things that are going on for us that are stressing us out that are making us feel worried or anxious and you're thinking, what do I do with all of this? On top of that, we often feel a little guilty about having worries, feeling a sense of anxiety or stress. As Christian people, as Catholics, we think we should be trusting God all the time. We shouldn't feel this way. And so we put an extra heap of guilt on top of it and it makes it very difficult to bear some days. But we're here to help you find new skills and real answers on More to Life today. All you have to do is give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. That's right. Give us a call and tell us what situations are causing you to feel anxious as we begin this week. Maybe you're dealing with a particular challenge in your life or relationships that's got you stressed, worried, or a little bit anxious. 
Or maybe you're just in a place where you feel a sort, kind of a constant sense of stress, worry, or anxiety. Either way, fret no more. We've got the insights and tools you need to find your peace and reclaim your confidence. 877-573-7825. Or perhaps it's a loved one in your life who is dealing with some level of anxiety or stress. It's coming out in their behavior, in how they're treating you, just their general stuff that's going on in their lives. If it's your children, an adult parent a spouse, a sibling, somebody you truly care about, and you're thinking, how do I help? You know, I've prayed for them, or I've told them I'd pray for them. I tell them to trust God more, but they're just going through it, and I don't know how to be that support to them. You know, we're all called to be the Simon of Cyrene in someone's life at some point. You know, Simon of Cyrene was the person who was pressed into service to help Jesus carry his cross as he was falling under it. And we are often called by God himself into service to help others along the way, to help them bear what they're going through. If you're thinking, I don't know how to do it, and my attempts aren't working very well, well, we're here to help you with that in your relationships as well. Give us a call, 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. 7825. Well, every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's theology of the body. And for folks who aren't aware of what that is, uh, St. John Paul, when he was Pope, gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years on how God's fingerprints on creation reveal his plan for living a more abundant life and having healthier holier relationships. Now, anxiety is common. Excuse me. We all feel stressed or worried or anxious at times, but the theology of the body reminds us that it was never part of God's intention that we would be anxious. In fact, the first anxiety attack occurred immediately after the fall. That's right. When Adam and Eve felt separated from God and each other, and they tried to hide from God. We tend to think that anxiety is an unavoidable unavoidable part of life. But the theology of the body reminds us to look to God's design of the body to understand God's plan for us. Brain scientists tell us that we weren't naturally built to be anxious. In fact, anxiety is a sign that we feel disconnected from the help, support, and connection to God and others that we were created to actually live in. Well, that's right. And research shows that even when we're going through hard times, if, underneath it all, we feel securely attached to the people around us, our brains actually produce chemicals that help us stay calm. By contrast, even when we're not facing problems, if we struggle to feel connected to others, or if that connection to others is being threatened in some way. Our brain produces chemicals that make us feel anxious. Anxiety is meant to be a message that says, hey, go find safe, healthy people to support and help you. And the theology of the body reminds us that biology is theology. So by prayerfully reflecting on God's design of our bodies, we can discern important insights about what it takes to live a healthy, holy life and have healthy, holy relationships. The theology of the body and brain science together remind us that the key to peace 
even in difficult times, is seeking union with God and cultivating the community of love that God has placed around us. Now look, that said, it's often easier said than done. Uh, And sometimes we feel like we don't get the support we need or the connection that we need. We do tend to feel alone in the face of our problems and challenges. And even when other people are trying to support us, sometimes it's not the right kind of support. So if you are facing a situation that's causing you to feel stressed, anxious, or worried this week, or in general, if you are dealing with an undercurrent of anxiety that is stealing your joy and robbing your peace, we want to, or if you're trying to support somebody who is feeling anxious and you're not sure what to do, we want to help. Fret no more. We've got the insights and tools you need to find your peace and reclaim that confidence. Give us a call. The number again is 877-573-7825. Again, that number, 877-573-7825. Let us help you stop feeling shaken and stirred as we get this week off to a good and grace-filled start. 877-573-7825. Let's take our concerns to the Lord. We'll start taking your questions and calls here on More to Life. In the name of the Father, Father, and the Son, and the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we bring to you all the stressors and problems and challenges we face in life, all the things that are shaking us up and causing us to feel stirred up. And we ask you, Lord, to help us to find peace. Yes, Lord, deliver us from all of those things. But while we go through them, Help us to find the peace that comes from staying connected to you, staying connected to the people that you've placed in our lives to support us and love us through those trials so that we can experience the grace and help and support that you are giving us to stay peaceful even in the middle of the problems. We give these situations to you, Lord, and we ask you to fill our hearts with that sense of peace so that while we wait for your deliverance, You can teach us how to respond to those things in ways that lead us to the solutions that you have in your heart for us. Lord, help us to stay connected to you so that even as we take step after step to try to address these challenges, we can feel your presence and experience your hand guiding us through the tension and toward the solutions you have in your mind for us. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and in the name and of the, the Father, Father, and the, the Son, and the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great, pray, pray for, for us. us. Today on More to Life, the show is titled Shaken and Stirred. Is anxiety making you feel shaken? Is stress stirring you up? Well, we want to help you find peace and reclaim your confidence. Give us a call. The number is 877 573 7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Whether you are the person experiencing stress, worry, or anxiety, or you're trying to support someone you care about who is in that place, we are here for you. Well, Greg, Laura in Pennsylvania has a question for us. She said, I am dreading the school year, which starts next week here. Please forgive my voice. I'm still getting over something, and hopefully it'll clear up as the show goes on. During the summer, our family enjoys our time together, and we do a lot of things together. 
We all get enough sleep, we eat healthy meals, we even read together. But with four kids, 15 down to 7, the school year rips all of that apart. Everyone gets anxious about their social life, their grades, etc. I get anxious about keeping my kids safe and feeling sane, and I have to do so much school stuff that I don't get to be the peaceful mom that I want to be. How can I approach the school year differently this year and overcome this tendency in our family? And that's Laura in Pennsylvania. Laura, thank you so much for the question. And you know what? You're, you're not the only one facing this. So well, I'm really glad you sure. took some time to write into us. So, look, what I want you to do, uh, first of all, is realize that even though it can feel like it, we are, we, we are not the victims of our schedule, right? It's okay to really go into this year intentionally and, and say, you know, I, I'm, I'm really going to be selective about what I do and what I allow the kids to do as well. And, you know, so, so you're being intentional and not just letting them sign up for everything and not just signing up yourself for everything, but, but going into the year asking yourself, what do I need to hold on to in my family life that helps me and the kids feel connected to each other and me feel connected to my best self. Well, I love that you're saying, first of all, that Laura needs to stay connected to her best self because as much as school does throw a lot of chaos our way, if mom can stay, as you're saying here, Laura, the peaceful mom that you want to be, we have an ability to then have resources to try to come against the craziness that that school year can throw at us. So first, I absolutely 100% agree with you, Greg. You have to ask yourself, and even in your prayer time, in your prayer journal, what makes you feel connected to your kids? What activities, what kind of time do you need with them? And, And see what's going to make you the peaceful mom first. Then meet with your family meet with the kids and say what do you guys need to feel more peaceful and connected to me what do you need to be able to take your emotional temperature down during the school year so you can be yourself your best self and really discuss that and get everybody's ideas before you just say well then nobody can sign up for such and such you really have to to cultivate this yeah so you know talking with the kids you know you should sit down and have that conversation together where you're saying you know, look, guys, I want us. I want you to be able to do the most important things at school. But it's really important for me to not lose us. You know, what makes us feel closest to each other? What helps us have fun with each other? I want to prioritize that this year, even as we get started with the school year, so that we can really be intentional about staying close to each other, even while you get to do the, some other things that you, inf- you find enjoyable. Let's figure this out together. You'll be surprised to see how much the kids want to be part of that. You know, we have a tendency as parents to think that our kids don't want to spend any time with us because they they want to be with their friends and they want to do the things. And um, but that's not really true. You know, our kids do want to be with us, and and we all function best as families when we get some time with each other. And they really do want to be their best selves and have a sense of calm and peace rather than just always living in the reaction to their schoolwork and the people that they have to spend their days with and all the chaos that can come with that. And if we can have these conversations and really identify for each person and for us as a family group what makes us feel connected 
what makes us feel peaceful and grounded with each other and list those things and plan together you know you're saying your kids are you know teenagers down to seven these are all thinking people at this point these are not toddlers that you're chasing around anymore who can't express what they need so really coming up each person coming up with their own list see where the overlaps are see where you feel good together and then schedule that in and first you know you schedule in where are the times where we're always going to connect like once a week where we are going to get some family time see where that fits in with the school schedule prioritize around that and then where are things where we can get together during the day is it is it after school getting a snack together and just getting some time for 15 20 minutes before everybody has to worry about homework is it you know being able to read together even over dinner for a few minutes or after dinner pick moments in time they don't have to be long but they have to be those touchstones that allow you to feel like your best self as a family last point just just remember that that saying no to certain things means saying yes to other things so when your kids are saying hey i'd like to be involved in this or that or the other thing you know don't don't shut it down but say well okay let's look at by saying yes to that what would we be saying no to and is it worth the cost of that so you're really you know, discerning together and praying together and discussing together how you can go into this year and be the mom you want to be be the family that you want to be and and discern what activities god wants your family to take on so that you can be the family he wants you to be instead of just getting caught up in the busyness of all the things we are taking your calls right now about anxiety on our show titled Shaken and Stirred. Is anxiety making you feel shaken? Is stress stirring you up? Well, we want to help you find peace and reclaim your confidence. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 877- Five seven three seventy eight twenty five. What situations are causing you to feel anxious, either this week in particular or in general, or maybe you're not sure even what the problem is. You've just got this undercurrent of stress, worry, or anxiety that's sapping your strength, stealing your joy, and robbing your peace. Or maybe there's someone you care about who is in that situation, and you're not sure how to help them calm down. And telling them to calm down probably isn't going to work. So what else is there? Well, give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. When we come back, we'll be taking your calls about dealing with stress, worry, and anxiety. Plus, we'll be joined by Pastoral Counselor Jacob Flores Popchak, who'll be sharing some insights on how to overcome fear, worry, and anxiety. Stick around for that and a whole lot more when More to Life continues after the break. The Wisdom of Mother Angelica. I want you to have such confidence in the Lord that you'll find such hope and see the beauty of the Lord, the majesty of God. What did our Lord say, huh? If your sins are as scarlet, oh, what? What's going to happen? They shall be made white as snow. EWTN. Live truth. Live Catholic. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. 
Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual fund. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Brought to you by the nonprofit Seton Home Study. Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray Garendi here. You thinking about homeschooling? Seton Homeschooling, 40 years of experience, 17,000 current students, pre-K through high school. They provide the books, the lesson plans, the counselors, the grading services, the tests. That's right. Pretty much everything. My wife and I use Seton. Some of our children. Tell you this, two of them got perfect ACT scores in verbal. And overall, the Seton students scored more than 100 points above average on the SAT. Over 30% higher on English and reading on the ACT. It's a rigorous program. You want to give the very best to your kids? Trust me on this one. Go with Seton. It is a beautifully rigorous academic program. Go to seatonhome.org. That is seatonhome.org. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today's show is titled Shaken and Stirred as we talk about the things that cause us to feel stressed, worried, or anxious, and more importantly, how to overcome those things and find the peace and the confidence that comes from living in God's grace. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Joining us right now, Jacob Flores-Popchek. He is a pastoral counselor with CatholicCounselors.com. He's also an author, illustrator, and expert on the theology of the body, and co-host with Father Gabriel Toretta of Created Things, the Arts and Faith podcast. Hey, Jacob, welcome to More to Life. Thanks for having me. So we've been talking about anxiety, and you have something that you share with clients about what you call first and second feelings. What's that about, and how can that help us cope with anxiety more effectively? So I, I, I often see people at the first sign of anxiety, you know, the first sort of impulse of, of fear in the background, to actually freak themselves out more because, oh my gosh, I'm starting to feel anxious. And they double down by getting scared about that first primary fear. And mm. you guys have been talking a lot today, and I think to, to really positive effect, about how God doesn't want us to have to feel anxious. But that doesn't necessarily mean that God doesn't want us to be able to experience the feeling of fear, for instance. You know, as you guys often point out, there are good and holy reasons for every feeling to exist. Uh, And and these feelings that are good and holy and designed by God are what I call first feelings, right? They're designed by God to to help us be drawn to to some kind of issue or or to identify some kind of problem, and they're, they're there by God to help us draw closer to other people and bond with them, and by extension, him, in relationship. So if I feel afraid, for instance, that's, that's God's call to me to, to do something to make myself safer, or to make a situation safer, and it's God's call to me to join closer in other people, to use that feeling to bond with other people, and to bond with him, you know, to pray and say, hey, God, I'm, 
I'm feeling really scared. Please be present to me in this moment or to kind of vent and bond with somebody else or, or even a problem solve with somebody else in that fear, right? And that's just the same way with sadness. That's just the same way with anger, uh, even with, you know, quote unquote, traditionally positive feelings like happiness or joy or excitement. All of these first feelings exist to bond us closer with other people and to identify some kind of, you know, issue that needs our attention, if not problem solving. But well, and one of the, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, well, and, and I think the same thing. You know, one of the points we try to make is that that it's normal to have concerns about things, but then whenever we get afraid of the concern, that's whenever we're talking about anxiety. And so that I think that's what you're talking about when it comes to first and second feelings, right? The feeling about the feeling. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was just about to say here. Yeah. So so those are all of my first feelings. But then when, when sometimes I'll have a secondary emotional reaction to the presence of those first feelings. I'll, I'll sort of stand in judgment of those first feelings. So I, I feel that initial impulse of fear, and I get scared about that. I get scared of what that fear is going to do to me or how bad that fear is going to be. And that secondary fear of the first fear is what we call anxiety, is what we call clinical anxiety. And that's true with other feelings too, right? Sadness is a beautiful, good thing to feel. It draws me closer to God and to other people. But if I start getting sad about being sad, oh, gosh, I feel sad again today, and that makes me so sad. Why am I sad all the time? That's clinical depression, right? Well, it and, really and seems to me like what you're saying is is that when we have those first thoughts and feelings, that is a, an appropriate reaction that if we learn how to deal with them well, they're part of our relationship with God or can draw us closer to him. Those second thoughts and feelings are kind of Satan sneaking in there and manipulating us and we buy into it and we have that that magnified sense of that. And that's what keeps us farther from God and our best selves. Well, yeah, because God is speaking to us through our initial feelings, right? But what I'm calling second feelings are those emotional responses that we have to those those primary feelings where I'm standing in judgment of them. I'm not willing to accept them and say, hey, where could God be communicating to me through this? Instead, I stand in judgment of them. I say, oh, I want to get rid of this feeling. I want this feeling to be gone. I don't like this feeling. I want it to be out of here. And ironically, the pressure that I experience trying to reject that feeling makes it doubly worse. And so the great irony here is that if I want to be less anxious, I have to be more willing to accept the feelings that I have and to sit. I got to jump in with that. Great insight. So we got to we got to head to break. Give us a call at eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five and let us help you deal with your anxiety. When we come back after this break, Father Benedict Groeschel. I don't think people should have negative fears of God. I think you should get a lump in your throat. You should feel excited. Suppose I was going to take you and introduce you to the Pope or to the President of some country or something. You might get a lump in your throat. Forget it. Every day, you, I, live and move and have our being in the presence of God. These are the class of feelings we should have, and we should have them to an intense degree if we really had the sight of Almighty God. These feelings are the feelings which we shall have if we realize His presence. And in proportion, as we believe that He is present, we shall have them. And not to have them 
is not to realize, not to believe that God is present to us. EWTN. Live Truth. Live Catholic. We live right now in dark and confusing times, but Jesus is always at work. We shouldn't allow ourselves to forget what we know just because we're facing many circumstances that are threatening and confusing to us. You know that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know that he's poured out his Holy Spirit and formed his body on the earth, and that he is the head of the body in heaven, and his body is right here on earth. You can point to it. Jesus didn't just leave us a set of teachings. Jesus, in fact, gave us himself. The church is ultimately the deifying union between Christ the head and the sanctified members of his body. And so just as the Lord unfurls himself into the Eucharist, Jesus is also extending his divinely human presence into his mystical body, the church. Cresta in the Afternoon, weekdays at 4 Eastern on EWTN Radio. Hi there, I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Why are some married couples happy while others struggle? You might think that happy couples argue less and resolve issues more efficiently than unhappy couples. But in fact, research suggests that both happy and unhappy couples argue about as much and struggle similarly with problem solving. The real difference is that happy couples consciously work toward maintaining their relationship and emotional health. For example, they create rituals for working, playing, talking, and praying together on a daily and weekly basis. Happy couples also look for ways to help each other out from day to day. Little things that might make the other person's day easier or more pleasant. And then, when conflict breaks out, as it inevitably does in any human relationship, they realize that the most important thing isn't solving the conflict, but how they come to that resolution. Happy couples take care of each other while they go through that conflict so they can work to find solutions together. Marriage isn't easy, but the good news is that with a little work, any couple can find real happiness together. Get more tips for building a strong marriage in my book, How to Heal Your Marriage and Nurture Lasting Love. And if you'd like faithful help for your relationship, visit CatholicCounselors.com. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Today on More to Life, our show is titled Shaken and Stirred. Is anxiety making you feel shaken? Is stress stirring you up? Whether you're dealing with some big or small issues or you care about somebody who is struggling with fear, worry, or anxiety and you're not sure how to help them, we are here for you. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Before we go to our next caller, we want to send out congratulations to another longtime member of the EWTN radio family. Queen of Victory Radio in Butte, Montana, is celebrating their 18th year with us. Woohoo! Congratulations to Tom Downey and his team at KQOV. From all of us at EWTN. And folks, wherever you are listening to Catholic Radio, make sure you support your local Catholic Radio station, certainly with your prayers, but also with your dollars to keep Catholic Radio going strong and growing stronger every day so that we can support you in living a more abundant life 
and having healthier, holier relationships. Again, congratulations, Tom Downey and your team at KQOV. God bless you guys in many, many happy years. With that, we are taking your calls, listeners, about anxiety today on More to Life. Do you struggle with fear, worry, or anxiety about a particular thing, or just in general? Or is someone you care about wrestling with stress, worry, and anxiety, and you're not sure how to support them? Let's talk it out. 877 573-7825. Let's talk now with Corrine, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Nebraska on Spirit Catholic Radio. Corrine, welcome to More to Life. How can we help you? Well, thank you, Greg and Lisa, for your wonderful show. I appreciate it every time I get the opportunity to listen to it, and the Holy Spirit filled me this morning as I was driving and listening to your show, and I uh, I have a daughter um, and son-in-law who are pregnant with a little girl um, who has been uh, discovered uh, at the 20-week ultrasound that she doesn't have a left wrist or hand, and obvious anxiety for them, um, just just more information, helpful information to how to support them and, and help them and, and where to reach out to. Okay, and can you tell us, first of all, how are they coping with it, and what, what kinds of questions do they have, or what, how are they talking, you know, like, what are they sharing with you about their experience, just so we understand where things um, are there? Yeah, obvious anxiety, um, uh, you know, uh, not just now, but in the future for the little girl, um, as her life grows, and, and uh, mm-hmm. just, I guess, basic how to support them, and how to maybe help them reach out. Um, they are reaching out to some degree. Um, they don't live in the in Omaha in that uh, area here, so it's a long-distance relationship, which we are thankful for, too. But um, just, yeah, how, ways okay. to possibly help them. Sure. And, and I, I, you know, despite the, the challenging circumstances, I do want to congratulate you oh, on your granddaughter. Absolutely, God bless do. you guys. And, you know, I want to thank you for wanting to be there for your kids and, and for her. And so just a couple of general tips, and then, then I'll offer some specific uh, thoughts on, on the situation. Um, you know, when people we love are feeling stressed, worried, and anxious, we have a tendency to uh, either get sucked into it and start feeling stressed, worried, and anxious ourselves, you know, and then we end up making them make us feel better, which, of course, is not helpful. Uh, and then the other thing that's not helpful is to be a cheerleader and to say, oh, it's all going to be fine. You know, God is wonderful, and he's giving you grace. And it's going to be great. Now, those things are all true, but they're just not terrifically helpful whenever the other person is feeling stressed, worried, or anxious. So, so try to avoid those twin temptations there. And instead, you know, be there for them. Ask them, you know, how are you guys doing? Um, and let them, you know, let let them experience you as a safe person to share whatever thoughts or feelings or anger or or frustration that they're having, and just really empathize with them. It, it, it's, sometimes it feels silly to just empathize to say, you know, I'm so sorry you're going through that, or, gosh, that that really sounds hard. It, it can sound a little like you're, you could feel like you're being patronizing, but if you do it sincerely, it's not patronizing at all. It's exactly what the other person needs to hear that somebody gets how I'm feeling. And so really just being able to empathize with that. The other thing I'd like you to do, you know, don't, and, and, you know, don't ask, don't make a big deal out of it. Don't, don't ask them, is it okay if I pray for you? Or get, just when you, once you've empathized with them and once you get a feeling that they really know that, that you get it, 
then say, you know, I, I, I wish I, I would love to support you in any way that I can, but right now I just want to bring the situation to the Lord. Jesus, please bless our family. Please bless you know, my, my daughter and her husband and help them know how to respond to this. Help me know how best to support them and be there for them and for, uh, help us all to know how to be here for this baby and to welcome her into the world and help give her every opportunity that we can. Amen. I mean, that was a, what, seven-second prayer or so? You can do that without asking permission, and then you just come right back to, so tell me more about what's going on. All right, so, so, so again, number one, really focus on empathizing. Two, bring God right into the middle of the conversation. And if they get upset, if they say, you know what, I'm just really mad at God. I'm so, I'm so angry that, that, he, that he's doing this. Again, empathize. I, I completely understand. You know, let's. You should bring that to God. You know what? He's big enough for you to beat on his chest and yell at him and tell him how angry you are. So make sure that we do that. And 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 if you have the opportunity to lead them in that prayer, then please take advantage of that. The thing that I'd like you to do though is, is I want you to remember what what Jacob was talking about in his segment. Okay, that the that the anxiety or the concerns that you have, it, it's it's perfectly appropriate to have concerns about a situation that's concerning like this okay but where anxiety comes in is when we start feeling fear about the concern so having a concern says here is a part a problem you know we have we're having a baby who's who has some some physical issues so what do we do about that can we talk to a physical therapist uh, can we talk to the doctors about what we need to do for early intervention what do we need to do to really help this little girl have all the opportunities and chances that we can give her? What would that really involve? Um, you know, become, getting in touch with, for example, the National Catholic Partnership on Disabilities, um, who has a lot of wonderful resources for families to, to really help them feel spiritually supported and, and, and encouraged through times like this. You know, there's a lot of good support and resources that you can use to help your whole family be confident as you address this and, and help your granddaughter live a full and abundant life. Um, but now's the time to start looking into what those resources might be so that you can be prepared to receive this gift that God is giving you guys. And when you work together on that and you even say to them, you know, you, you guys are very busy. Do you need me to start looking these things up for you? How can I be of help in this practical way? Those are things you can do that actually bring down anxiety. But when we start thinking about all the possibilities of anything that could ever happen in the future for this child or their parents or anything, that's when Satan's saying, aha, okay, I'm taking over this whole thing. I'm going to make it about possibilities that they can't have any power with, that aren't real, and can only be possibilities in the future that may never happen. And I'm going to sap their strength. I'm going to attack their relationship because when their anxiety goes up, they're going to get on each other's nerves. It's a very screw tape letter moment, if you've ever read that by C.S. Lewis, where Satan gets in and takes over those second thoughts about the situation. So focusing on the fact that you guys are a family who love this child, and you can look for those things that help to pave the way for her best life and support one another and turn to God in prayer. Those are all things that are going to keep you closer to each other, close to God, and able to truly be there for this little girl. If you'd like more information on how to combat the anxiety that accompanies these concerns, I'm going to encourage you to pick up a copy of our book, Unworried, A Life Without Anxiety. And, you know, sometimes when people see that subtitle, they're like, really, a life without anxiety? Come on. 
and and again, it's what I, it's what we're saying to you and throughout the the call. Uh, it's or throughout the show. Excuse me. It's perfectly normal to have concerns. It's perfectly normal to be afraid of things that you should be afraid of. But those feelings, like Jacob was pointing out in his segment, should be a rallying call for us to seek solutions and resources. Instead, what we do is we have a tendency to say, oh my gosh, I'm having this feeling, now I'm going to sit here and sit with this feeling and have more feelings about the feeling. And that's when we get into trouble. So this book is going to help you focus on having a solution-focused, grace-filled approach to the very real concerns that you and your family are dealing with right now. So you can check that out, and if there's more we can do to support you guys, don't hesitate to reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com where you can pick up a copy of Unworried and also learn more about all of our other resources. Green, thank you so much for the call, and let's just lift up this family in prayer before we let you go. Lord Jesus Christ, we give you Kareen, and we give you her daughter and her husband and and her grandchild, and we just ask that you would give them your peace and consolation and confidence that they are up to this challenge and that they can do everything possible to help this little girl live a full and abundant life. Give them the peace and the courage that they need and the grace that they need to let them know that you are here and that you love them and that you are leading them and guiding them through all of this. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for the call, Corrine. Well, we have to go to break, but as we head out, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Now, this verse is encouraging, but it also can provoke some sense of kind of common uh, condemnation for a lot of people. You know, when I feel that fear, instead of that feeling of power, love, and self-control, I feel like, well, wait a minute, you know, is St. Paul telling me here that I've somehow stepped away from God, that, that it's my fault that I'm feeling these things? No, it's, this scripture is not a condemnation. It's a promise. You know, God recognizes, you know, it's like learning a bike. He recognizes mm. that we're going to fall off sometimes. That's not our fault. That's part of the process of learning to ride the bike. But what he's saying is, if you get back up on it, I will teach you how to face the things you're facing with a spirit of power and love and self-control. The anxiety is normal. When you fall out of my grace, it's not your fault. I'm not condemning you. I'm recognizing that you're struggling and you're wobbling a little bit Mm -hmm. on the bike. But if you don't give up and you get back up and you keep coming to me, I'll teach you how to respond to everything you're facing with that spirit of power and love and self-control that I want to give to you. And those are also questions, I think, that he asks us to ask ourselves. You know, are we tapping in to his power and realizing that we are his children made in his image and likeness and trusting in that power? Are we doing loving things? Are we working for the good of others, getting out of that mindset that is controlling us with stress and anxiety and fear? And are we exercising any kind of self-control? You know, when we are, <coughs> excuse me, locked down in a sense of anxiety, taking even one step to do something that gives us a, self, a sense of self-control, tidying up a room, getting the dishes in the dishwasher, making sure we've gotten a shower, taking care of those things that are our responsibility lets us know we can exercise a sense of self-control and then that allows us to bring that sense of self-control to the next step and the next step and helps us to understand that even in anxiety we can exercise that 
self-control, that agency to choose into God in a new way, and he'll lead us through it step by step. 877-573-7825. Our show today is titled Shaken and Stirred. Is anxiety making you feel shaken? Is stress stirring you up? Well, we want to help you find the peace and confidence that God has in his heart for you. If someone you love is experiencing stress, worry, or anxiety, and you're not sure how to support them, let's talk it out. 877-573-7825. Again, that number is 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue with your questions about stress, worry, and anxiety, and more importantly, how to overcome it in graceful ways when we come back right after the break underwritten in part by this not-for-profit are you looking for peace longing for joy want to meet the giver of all goodness god is calling the laity to bring ignatian prayer into a suffering world work for the new evangelization go to lordteachmetopray.com order your free digital training and manual find true happiness and everlasting joy go to lordteachmetopray.com and click on the red button today it's free approved by the usccb Is it time for a nap? I'm Chuck Gatica, and this is Journey Strong. I have to admit something, I am a bad napper. Unless it's rainy outside, I rarely can catch a nap. But according to a recent study, habitual napping appears to be associated with larger brain mass in adults. This appears to be an important protection against neurodegenerative diseases like dementia. Other studies have shown that even 30-minute naps while at home or work could enhance learning, boost attention, and increase well-being and productivity. Some businesses are installing nap rooms and other spaces to catch a few Zs. Job one, however, is getting a good night's sleep in the first place. Good sleep hygiene, meaning about seven-plus hours of sleep per night, is still the best medicine. If you take naps, you have famous company, Leonardo da Vinci, Margaret Thatcher, George W. Bush, and Paul. Pope Francis, to name a few. For more on napping, yawn your way over to the Journey Strong tab at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today on More to Life, our show is titled Shaken and Stirred, as we talk about the ways that anxiety and stress and worry rob our peace and steal our joy. Let's explore grace-filled ways to reclaim that peace and confidence that God has in his heart for us. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Ray, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Texas on Guadalupe Radio. Hi, Ray. Welcome to More to Life. How can we help you out? Good morning. No, I was just, uh, I I tune in, a daily listener, can you hear me? 
We can. Thanks for tuning in every day. What can we do for you today? Yes, uh, you know, happy Monday, Monday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, you know. You were telling our screener anxiety. that you're struggling with anxiety and that, that, that the, you're, medi- you're on medication, but it's not really helping it, you because it makes you feel jittery? It typically hits me worst on Mondays just because, you mm-hmm. know, for instance, I just had a weekend with my daughter, and then I had to give her back today. You know, I had to drop oh, her off at school, sorry. and I don't get to see her till two weeks. So that I struggle with. Um, I recently got her baptized, first uh, of July, nine years old. And uh, so you've got a lot going on. Your 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 daughter's mother and you are not together. You're working on trying to have her, you know, in the church. It sounds like there's a lot going on in your life that's leading you to anxiety. What can we do for you today, though, Ray? Well, I mean, I mean, if y'all could maybe ask me specific questions, I could give you answers because there's just so much, and I don't want to ramble. Okay. Well, so so you, you like you said, you told our screener that, that that you're on medication for your anxiety, but it's not really helping. So they so try is there... to, yeah, they try to dampen me down with that, and it and it's not crazy. Like I'm I'm not weak. Like I'm very strong, and and I used to mm-hmm. my I've I've been married twice. So my first wife, you know, she would complain about depression, and uh, she was Baptist. It was. It wasn't a, a, a Catholic marriage. Um, okay, but Ray, let me you ask know, you this, a- just for the essence of time here. So they tried you on sure. medication. Are you an ongoing therapy for your anxiety? I am not. Okay, so okay. That, that's got to be your next step. So all, all the most recent studies show, now when it comes to depression, um, uh, medication and therapy together uh, are really the, the gold standard for treatment. But believe it or not, when it comes to anxiety, uh, counseling alone is actually the the, mo- the preferred treatment and the most effective treatment because the thing is medication can help take some of the edge off of um, anxiety but it can't really cure it uh, and in fact um, when people are on both anxiety and in counseling what the research tends to show is that people try to lean more onto the anxiety and onto the medication to make them feel better and they don't do the therapy homework as as consistently and so it actually prolongs their treatment as opposed to folks who just go into counseling to deal to learn strategies to deal with the anxiety they tend to work a little bit more consistently on it uh, and get better quicker so that that's the that's the results of the most recent study. It was a, they were big studies on on both depression and anxiety anxiety treatment. So anybody who's experiencing anxiety that's really affecting you know, seriously affecting their quality of life should definitely be in counseling first before trying any medication. In fact, be in counseling preferable to medication as opposed to depression, which tends to work best when when medication and counseling are combined are com- complementary to one another and i have to say right you know as you're saying you've got a lot going on you know you've you've had two marriages one outside the church now you're desperately trying to get some more time with your daughter you miss her that re-triggers your anxiety all of this is going on and talking to a good counselor is not just reiterating all the stuff but what does happen when you can talk to a good counselor is two things. They're going to help you build really good skills on how to handle anxiety. 
but they are also going to listen to that background and help you make sense of your story in a way that makes you feel stronger, more that self-control that we talked about in the scripture verse, able to act out of love instead of fear and anxiety and, and grief over the things you've gone through in your life. So both those things hand in hand, really good skills and a really different way of processing what you've been through so you can move into your future as your best self is really going to help you with the anxiety. There, there are two resources I'd like to, to leave you with because, again, it, this is all about getting new skills, right? The medication's not going to do it all for you. Like it could help, but, but in anxiety, again, as I shared with you already, it, 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 people can lean too much on it, and it can actually make the problem worse. And since you're already having a physical reaction to it of the jitteriness, it's kind of, you know, it's helpful to know that it's not the be-all and end-all, because so you don't have to be on it. The more skills you have, the better you're going to get. So I'm going to turn you on, first of all, to my book, Unworried, A Life Without Anxiety, which really looks at anxiety and stress and worry from a physical relational, emotional, and spiritual uh, perspective and gives you better understanding on how different problems in those areas contribute to anxiety and how you can start to address anxiety from those different perspectives. Um, there's a lot of very you know, great techniques and exercises and questions for reflection that I think will really help you to start to develop some important skills. Now, secondly, you know, some people don't feel that they either need or are ready to jump into, you know, clinical mental health counseling. And so if you'd like to learn graceful ways to respond to the anxiety and really connect to your, your faith to this whole journey and learn graceful ways to respond to this, I'd encourage you to come on over to CatholicCounselors.com and learn more about our pastoral counseling practice where you can work with a faithful professional Catholic counselor to help you fix and address this anxiety from a, from a graceful perspective. Um, those are all some resources, or you can look, as I said, for clinical mental health counseling in your local area to begin to work you know, with a professional to address this from that perspective as well. Either way, the key here, Ray, to feeling better and getting more control over your whole life and really getting your life in order you know, is getting the skills that you need to know how to face it all much more effectively. Thank you so much for the call, and if there's more we can do for you, don't hesitate to reach out to us here again, Ray, or look us up at catholiccounselors.com to check out those resources. In the final moments of the program here, I just want to go out reminding you all that, that it's perfectly normal to have concerns about things, to experience some degree of fear in the face of fearful things, or worry in the face of worrying things. But those feelings should motivate us to take action, to draw closer to God and the people that are here to support us, gather our resources, and make a plan. And as we do that, our concerns or our fear or our worry should decrease. Where anxiety kicks in is when we allow ourselves to become separated from God, from the people who support us, or from the resources God has given us. And we don't make a plan and we don't make those connections. So anxiety is not caused by the thing that's happening to us. It's caused by an unhealthy response to the thing. And if you'd like to learn healthier, more grace-filled responses to the challenges you're facing in your life, come on over to CatholicCounselors.com. Check out the resources I've mentioned, including Unworried, A Life Without Anxiety, and learn more about the Pastoral Solutions Institute's pastoral telecounseling practice, where you can work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your marriage, family, or personal life. Again, visit us at CatholicCounselors.com. And remember, 
When you're living in God's grace, there is so much more to life. You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popcheck. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.